Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. All righty, folks. It's Tuesday once again. We're live on Twitch. We're live on Patreon. We're live on your favorite podcasting platform. It's Tama's Island time, folks, and we have a ton to talk about this week. But before we get into the nitty gritty, before we start combing through the rubble with a fine tooth comb, let me introduce this stacked lineup of uh, folks that we've got on today's round table. First of all, welcome back to the podcast, Morgan. Morgan, it's been a while. Happy to have you back. How are you doing today? I, I can't believe I was allowed back again. Oh, yeah. No, again, and again and again and again and again. But I'm always great to be here. Uh, you know, John will cut me off at some point, And that is. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. The caffeine is flowing, folks. The caffeine is uh, flowing here on Thomas Island. And yeah, we got Morgan with us. And as well as Morgan, please welcome on back to the show. Karen, Karen, how are you on this fine Tuesday that we're recording on? It is a lovely, lovely 85 degrees here in Orlando, and I'm on my way to Chicago on Thursday where I'm going to freeze and fall apart. <laughs> hey, it is, it is, it's going to be a balmy 60-something degrees the next few days here in Chicago. I think by the time folks are in uh, in Chicago for Windy City Riot this weekend, I think by then it's going to maybe be back down to the 50s, maybe even the 40s. I don't know. Chicago springtime's rough. It's in like a lion and out like a wet, angry lion. So that's if, kind if of... If the lion can be cold all at once, I just don't need to be wet and cold because... I don't want to be miserable on my vacation. Well, then do I have some bad news for you, Karen? Uh, the worst. It's, it's been, it has been a, uh, uh, it's been a misty Chicago spring, but enough about Chicago spring. We'll talk more about that when we talk about Windy City Riot. I'm leaving one of our uh, uh, co-hosts on read here. It's the one, it's the only, it's John. John, how are you on this fine Tuesday? Uh, I'm doing great. If you've been uh, keeping up with the podcast, I've been on the lamb because I talk some shit about bullet club uh i didn't uh i didn't watch the match because i fucking knew hickaleo gave uh jay white that work right just beat his mm -hmm. ass so now i'm safe it's safe for me to come out right so you know uh run, John, let's put it this way it's safe <clears throat> enough john it is safe enough for you to come out we're happy to have you back on the podcast and we're happy to be talking to you and i of course am your host as always the folk city hustler the culture vulture the dirtbag disruptor the thane of fife the shy beetle i'm whatever you need me to be i'm your certified lover boy this week though i am talking new 
Japan Pro Wrestling. Because, folks, it's been, if you've been keeping up with the podcast over the past few weeks, you know that it's been a lot of WrestleMania. It's been a lot of AEW. It's been a lot of Ring of Honor. It's been a lot of North America. And I am happy to say that the news cycle has finally calmed the fuck down, to put it bluntly. And we can just talk about ja- we can just talk about Japan for a while, because boy howdy, there has been a bunch to talk about in Japan. Before we do that, I'm going to give you the North American rundown, just so that way I can say that I got you up to speed. First of all, Cody's still in WWE. He's fighting with The Miz. He's got a rematch with Seth Rollins. Things seem to be stable there. Uh, AEW, still going strong. Tony Khan has promised a seven-match dynamite this week that is uh, going to, as he said, promised an, an overrun on TBS, so it's going to be a real long episode of Dynamite. Uh, we got that going on. Let's see what else is going on in North America. Uh, Braun Strowman continues to fumble the bag for uh, himself and the control your narrative folks. By that, do you mean getting fumbled by Bagwell? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say he, he got oh, real, yeah. real personal in Buff Bagwell's mentions and yeah. got uh, got taken out for it. Anyway, that's what's going on. in Oh, and Warner Media has emerged with Discovery. We don't know enough about that to say what it means for AEW. Right now, probably nothing. Could it be something? Maybe. We'll talk about it when we know more. But since we don't, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. This past weekend was Hyper Battle 22 in Ryogoku. It was a loaded card. There was like six title matches, a whole lot of wrestling, and a whole lot of storyline to talk about. I think the first thing we have to talk about, since this is Tama's Island, the namesake of Tama's Island, Tama Tonga, has not only been teaming with Hiroshi Tanahashi, and not only been helping Jado get revenge against his former best friend Gato for severing that 33-year bond that the two former IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions had, but Tama Tonga also attacked evil after his match with Hiromu Takahashi. He made it very clear that he's coming for that never open weight belt and also the never six-man belt that Evil's got. So it's very possible that by this time in May, when we come to you on Tama's Island, we'll be talking about Tama two belts because he's going for two belts over the course of uh, the Golden Fight series and wrestling Dontaku. And I, I gotta go, I gotta go around the horn on this because let's be real. Thomas talked about going singles for a while. He had a real a damn good run in the G1. If we, if you didn't remember, he beat Okada in the G1. So he had a had a pretty damn good showing there. Then he kind of went back into tag action as he went back to North America. He had some some stuff to settle with the Good Brothers, and so that kind of took him through the Impact Impact Tag Team ranks. He got eliminated in the first round by Evil from the New Japan Cup, so there hasn't been a lot of singles wrestling there. And now, finally, he has staked his claim. He's attacked Evil. He said, not only do I want revenge for you kicking, helping them kick me out of Bullet Club, not only do I want revenge for you eliminating me from the first round of the New Japan Cup, not only do I want your never six-man tag belts, I want that never open weight, that never open weight championship. And so it's very possible we're going to be talking about never open weight champion Tama Tonga by this time next month. I'm trying to manifest it. I'm doing all the witchy wizardy shit that you got to do to manifest it. But what yeah. do y'all think of this development in the world of, of Tama's Island and in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling? I'm going to throw to you, Morgan, first. Never open weight champion Tama Tonga. What do you think of this possibility? What do you think of the way he staked his claim? Well, I'm always for Tama. I'm always for Tama holding a singles belt, and I'm always for Tama holding gold. So Tama two belts sounds fine to me. Sounds great to me. I want to see Evil get his ass whooped. 
don't Thank really you. Care about, I, I, I'm not really like if I, I'd love for Tama to win the strap no. belt title. Whatever what do you, you want to call, call it. it. Sure, fine. I just want to see Evil get his ass kicked. Real yeah, bad. No. I, I am glad you said it because that was my first reaction too. Is not only is it is it good that Tom is going for gold, but man, Evil and this Never Belt have been um, divisive to say the least. Let's put it that way. There are some folks that don't like Evil, and there are some folks that really don't like Evil. There's not a lot of people that like Evil right now, especially in this Never Open Weight reign. But man, if Tama can be the one to put everyone out of their misery and finally end this reign of terror that Evil has had with the never open weight belt, God bless him. I say that not only as the as the host of Thomas Island, I say that just as a New Japan fan. Like someone, I, I, I someone has to, to end this. I used to like Evil. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. He showed yeah. up. I go, oh, look, finally, the real leader of the Bullet Club is here. Yeah. And like but I said was- last time, I hope he gets fucking split ends. Now I yep. hope his fucking hair gets all frizzy and shit. Fuck him. Absolutely. That was then. This is now. And right Lavender now. Lavender haired. Fuck. Get out absolutely. of here. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm now, sorry. now. I don't mean to get now, hot. I'm just, you know. No, you're. it's fine. He, 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 I'm he, hurt. he, he deserves it. He deserves every, every word <laughs> you've thrown at him. There's, there's a reason you were in hiding, John, last week. I, yeah, I know. I got to learn of that, my lesson. Part of that reason? Evil. So absolutely. Fuck evil. I hope Tama kicks his ass in, I, b- I believe it's at uh, Dontaku uh, on May 1st in the Pepe Dome. Karen, what do you think of this development in the in the Never Openweight division? I've been waiting for someone to come along and give evil the whooping that I cannot give him. Yep. Because I, when he was in LIJ, evil was one of my favorites. I still have a lot of evil shirts in my possession. Mm-hmm. And when he decided not to align with Tama, I was not surprised, but I was very disappointed. <laughs> exactly. It, that's, I think the not surprised, but disappointed is kind of the entire house. And of you torture can throw theme. Yujiro and show yep. and Ishimori. Yep. Just, nah. I'm mad at all of them right now. I love them, but I don't like them very much right now. And, and honestly, that transitions us into my next point very, very nicely, because like I said, evil was victorious on uh, this past Saturday at Hyper Battle. He was victorious in Ryogoku over his former uh, LIJ stablemate, Hiromu Takahashi. But one member of House of Torture that was not victorious at Hyper Battle was Sho in his match with El Desperado. And as I said... Last week, it's really, really hard for Sho to come back from the fact that he basically stalked El Desperado into this match. He did everything. He, he's got a wrench. He's got a lot of friends that like to help him. He's got Dick Togo and a piano wire. Like there, Sho has every advantage that a heel could ask for, and he still can't get it done. Like even if he does a real dominant best of Super Junior showing here, I'm sorry, Karen. You wanna you wanna jump in here? What, well, what you when, when you're ready to go around, I'd like to be top better, please. All right. Well, because that was my main point is that I don't, I, it was my main question is how does show come back from this loss to El Desperado? How does, how, how do you, how do we rebuild the murder machine, Karen? How do you, how, what, what, go, where do we go from here? Just be relieved. I don't have a PowerPoint, but, <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, you know, shows my boy and I love him. However, yeah. The show of 2021 that, you know, shut the main event of Glate down and got the cover of Weekly Pro Wrestling Magazine. That's the show that could have been junior heavyweight champion. I love show. I'm enjoying his Joker phase and all the craziness that's going along with his uh, Majima from Yakuza cosplay and, you know, 
just having a good time, but that's not championship show. No, no. And I'm, I'm completely and with you. Yeah, go ahead. It's go going, ahead. I think he needs to try to have a, a, a better super junior than he did last year. Mm-hmm. but he needs to take the path that Kenta usually takes during the G1 where he fights it on his own. He fights it as clean as possible and doesn't lean into all the tropes unless it's absolutely necessary. Shows become very formulaic and it makes it hard to watch. Yeah, I love but- him, but I want Taguchi to whoop his ass in, the, in these Super Juniors. And I, I kind of feel like last year's Super Juniors was where the downward slide started for show. Because even in the early days of House of Torture, he still kind of had that fire. Because I'm, I'm the kind of person, I'm like you, back in the day when, when show was in chaos and show was kind of the, and no disrespect to Yo, but was the star of Rapongi 3K, I was like, man, he's like the child of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchiko Kata. Like, they're, he has Ace written all over him, and now he's just a sniveling little shit. And I feel like what really made me start to think that is when he interrupted the best of super junior final and was like no i'm supposed to be in the screw you guys i want to be the top junior even though i don't have the record to be the top junior right now like it it's it's he's just been kind of on a tantrum ever since it feels like he's forcing it like he's trying too hard to be a bad guy like i i mean i yeah. know that's that's the the lot he has in life right now yeah. and that's the character he's playing but <sighs> If they would just let him do more of what Ishimori does, which is not so much clowning around, just straight up throttling people, I would m- more be more likely to call him a murder machine. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a comedy machine right now. Don't you have to murder to be a murder machine? Otherwise, you know. Well, yeah, he's, he's a mechanic with a wrench. Remember, we've gone like over a, this. He's right. like a light. He's like a light. <laughs> he's like a light misdemeanor dis- machine. Right yeah, now. like, like it, I, it's. <laughs> I don't even know if you can call it assault. Like, yeah, yeah, like a traffic citation. Yeah, like, well, like, don't get me wrong. He's still hitting people with a wrench. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, he's he's, that's like like battery, too, man. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. But he's it just feels like it feels like him and a lot of House of Torture have been figured out by chaos and the like. And it's they don't have the edge that they had back in the days when people were like, well, well, maybe this time House of Torture will respect the rules. Go no, Shiozaki unpacked all of House of Torture in less than 15 minutes. So you know what? You know, I really... Togo better occurred- give me the playbook and let me run House of Torture because uh, I don't... I'm not having it anymore. I'm done. I, I I'm very upset with him. Run it back the same way you that that Ball Club ran G1 back a while back. Just fucking get DQ'd from every match. Let's see what happens. Come on, let's no, do it. I can't. I, I, yeah, can't. I, I wouldn't be able to watch that. Let's no, not it. with show. No, please. Deep. I can't. We're going to no. go balls deep on this. Hit every single person in the wrench in the ring. Hit the camera guy. Hit the young boys. <laughs> hit the ref. Wrenches hit for everybody. Wow. Yeah. Wrenches, wrenches yeah. all around. Do it. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? You know, that that's crazy enough to work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've seen sillier things happen at this point in time, and you know, if the wrench is going to be a gimmick, let's just let's just let's just get the wrench in there. The wrench can be the star of the show at this point. And he's he's to be fair, he has to do something because it's like I said last week, he's worked too hard for this junior title match to have lost. And don't get me wrong, it was a va- it was a valiant loss. I'm not saying that El Desperado steamrolled him, but a loss is still a loss, and it still means that show is going to have to go back to the drawing board and it's a drawing board that has one more name on it now 
because not only did El Desperado beat show, but after El Desperado beat show, he was challenged by show's Bullet Club stablemate, that traitorous douchebag Taiji Ishimori. And Ishimori and Desperado got interrupted. The lights went out. Up came the lights again, and there in the sumo hall was the former All Japan World Junior Heavyweight Champion, Francesco Akira, who just kind of went, hey guys, I'll see you at the Super Juniors, and left. So while it was a confusing and uh, somewhat uh, understated debut, it was a debut nonetheless, and a debut of a damn talented wrestler. I mean, I know not a lot of people were watching All Japan during his run, but he is, an, he is an, a very very talented wrestler i'm excited to see what he can do in uh best of super juniors he's the first italian born uh junior heavyweight champion in the history of all japan pro wrestling i believe if he uh i believe if he don't get it, i'll correct this later if i'm wrong but it's possible he would also be the first italian born uh junior heavyweight champion in new japan if he wins that or any of the the main uh uh tournaments but either way he is a uh a, a young upstart a blue chip prospect someone who even before he joined the united empire was going to be on a lot of people's radar and now he's in new japan i'm going to throw to karen first what do you think of the debut of francesco akira i liked being right yep <laughs> for the I record about, i was about to that was that was going to be my <laughs> other point um i i always feel like a a debut like that could have been done differently especially when there, I mean, I know Des Desperado and Ishimori speak enough English that they can get by, but of course, a lot of the fans who aren't familiar with who Francesco Akira is or aren't confident enough in their English to understand like what little he did say in the ring. Um, I wish there was somebody that could have translated that for the audience. Uh, but yeah, even then, though, I feel like his, it was simple. I feel enough. like they could have played his video earlier in the show. To, to kind of refresh everybody's memory. I guess, I mean, I probably played during the commercial break before the live broadcast, but like something to, to it, it felt a little anticlimactic because, you know, it's like, it was kind of like, uh, hey, son, the adults are talking right now. Do you mind? Like, yeah. it, like especially the way that he pushes like, lighter around and then walks out. I'm like, all right, great, fine, whatever. Yeah, especially the way he kind of like scurried off. It was like, all right, bye. Kind of um, awkward, right? Like, I think, to be fair, I think you should have smacked someone in the mouth. I think something. he should have been like just something to kind of stake his claim. <laughs> I mean, he's would a, you want to be the one to hit either Desperado or Ishimori in the no, mouth? No, well, but he's I'm not, not a big. I mean, he's a big star, but he's not a big but, enough star to be a pop just walking in. Yeah, and here's I the think, thing. I think that was underestimated. A well, little I, bit. well, I well, or overestimated. I well, I wouldn't smack Desperado or Ishimori in the mouth because yeah. I am I am me, and I've got a neck made of graham cracker. I'm not the debuting junior heavyweight in one of New Japan's top uh, heel factions, for lack of a better term. He's a bad guy. It's his job act, to hit people. Act like one. Yeah, that's that was my point. Morgan, what'd you think of Francesco Akira's? Uh, I'm trying to figure out in my head how many uh, uh, countries are represented in the United Empire right now. I'm sorry. Well, right I, now, I you've got you've got as many as there are members. Yeah, you've got England, you've got uh, the United States in Hawaii, you've got the Philippines, you've got um, Australia, you've got uh, New now, Zealand. yeah, New Zealand, and now Italy. So six countries. It's 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 kind of like Eurovision finals. Yes. Huh. Yeah. It's a, right. it's 
it's like euro it's like it's like it's like it's like asshole eurovision because all of them are real mean <laughs> except except for great ocon shout out to national hero great ocon oh yeah all... that's really what i want to talk about today honestly that's like the, the sickest um maybe we'll get to that later um, oh yeah no it's it don't yeah. get me wrong you yeah. you're 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 we're, yeah. we're about to transition into Tur- that turns out he's the greatest ocon yeah, yeah. I, I mean the greatest we, we, time. I think we brought it up. Been. We we brought it up last week, but we uh, brought it up last week. But, but that was last week when we didn't know what we know this week because this week what happened when not only did uh, Francesco Akira debut for the United Empire, but Jeff Cobb and uh, uh, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn won the IWGP Heavyweight yeah. Tag Title. Dominant showing. Real oh, dominant showing. Dominant showing. But but such a dominant showing that it made Haruki Goto a little emotional to the point where Great Okan was in Goto's face going, Hey what, you gonna cry? You want a pancake? You wanna like he was kind of turning the whole saving a girl and, and you know, taking her out for pancakes uh to, uh, to on its head. Uh Karen, you're you're real familiar with the story. What did you think of Great Okan kind of taking all of the goodwill he's earned over the past week and using it to spike Hiroki Goto. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like he, he, he's gone as far as he has to like walk in with the public service certificate he received yep. from the Kanagawa police department. And it's the whole, like, if you're going to walk around and say, well, like, I'm a great guy. I'm a great guy. Look, this shows I'm a great guy. If you have to keep saying that you're a great guy, guess what? You're not a great guy. And when he went at Goto <laughs> for that, he was like, oh, you want a pancake? I was like, bro. Come on. Come on, Karen. It was I'm a, a nice very well-played deep cut. And you know what? Goto decided to go get pancakes and lick <laughs> his wounds. And he got some damn delicious looking souffle pancakes that so much so that when I go to Chicago this weekend, I'm going to get pancakes because those look top tier, S tier pancakes. Now, Karen, would you say that's gimmick infringement? Because there is already a good bad guy. And I feel like we're, we're running this back just a little, a little bit, you know? No, like, now the he's good the bad no, no, guy no. is now the good, he's, good guy. No, 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 he's the bad, good guy now. All right. We, we've cleared this up many times before. First <laughs> he's of all, the anti hero, hero guy. No, no, no. no. It, it used to be that he was. I, I just want to be talking about two belts, but he's still the good. Yeah. I mean, he's still yeah, well, No, no, I've I've done this math, and this is my version of Steiner math. He he used to be. Oh no. He used Hold to on, be the, the abacus. Give me a second. Yep. He used no, I got, to. I got I got I got a pegboard. Uh, all right. He used to be the good bad guy, right? Because he was a bad guy, but he was kind of good about it. And now he's the good bad guy. Because he's still a bad guy, but he's a good bad guy. So you're you know just putting I mean? the emphasis on a different syllable? Exactly. And that's <laughs> that's that's kind of how him and, and uh Tondaloa yeah, have been walking post uh, <laughs> post bullet club spit split. Um, right. so so I want you to say that in this mirror. Let's <laughs> uh, see how crazy you sound. Uh, yeah, with a straight uh, face. You can't laugh. You gotta say it with a no, straight it's, face. It's, 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 he used to be the good bad guy. Now he's the good bad guy. It's the it's very simple if you know anything about writing dialogue. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need folks in the Twitch chat over at uh, twitch.tv slash Thomas Island to yep. uh, just do some math for us real quick and let us know. Yeah, and, 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 and you know it, it, <laughs> I'm lost because I don't have the abacus. So please do yep. the math and let John know so I can know so that Karen can know and then we can tell Ross that. Oh, I already know. You guys don't need it. I don't need math. I'm, I am, uh, look, I, it's word math. <laughs> it's the, it's the kind of math I specialize in. You know, what it does, you know, it also adds up, Ross. I'm ready for what? this. You ready? You know, what also right. adds up how what? correct we were last week that Zack Sabre just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, oh, no, geez. you're oh man, just like yeah. give him give Zach Saber a break. Like honestly, I... oh, go ahead. God, go they ahead, put that U.S. built on Osprey and not Zach. 
Okay. I like that Zack Sabre Jr. is the same body type that I am, that Listen, I could He deserves it. He deserves yeah. it. He just can't do it. Yes. No, and I'm not saying that, like, you know, let's, let's, let's be honest, all right? In the future, he, there, you know, there's a U.S. title open right now, right? There's some other stuff going on that he can definitely challenge for. He'd be phenomenal. He was the... Was he one of the longest running uh, Rev Pro champions at this point in time? I don't know. The Rev Pro belt. Uh, not always. now, I don't think. No, because like Osprey held it for like a year in quarantine. Uh, I mean, like, he held it. Well, he, he, he it, held it. He does owe Osprey a title match yes. for that Rev Pro belt. It's very because true. Who knocked him out of the New Japan Cup? Zack Sabre Our Jr. Our Lord and Savior, Zack Sabre Jr. No, and, th- and that was my... Yeah. I, I, well, while the U.S. belt is kind of spoken for at the moment, there is still the G1 for Saberism to save New Japan. So there's... I'm not ready to count Zack Sabre Jr. out, but yeah, he was not able to get it done against Kazuchika Okada. Okada was able to drop him with the Rainmaker uh, in in pretty swift fashion. Like, I'm not going to lie. For a Sabre match, it was it was pretty quick. It was pretty dominant. So I, I can't sit here... And pretend that Saber um, showed out the way that I think he did in 2018, but I think there's still time for him to to save the year. Let's put it that way. That's that's how I'm going to put it. Right. Or, but the aftermath is also, and 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 I know we're jumping from thing to thing. The aftermath, of me having to run Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito back again, and again, and again, mm-hmm. again. And again and again and again and again is is a little stale in my opinion um but i'm just saying that you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. not saying go ahead no to say it say it with your whole chest come on morgan my whole chest says please stop please please stop no please man. stop that match I'm, is the is I'm, the season two of the simpsons of wrestling i could sure, watch it over and, and over great but i mean you got a pretty dominant Jeff Cobb. You got Will Ospreay in Japan now who who possibly can actually do something. You got some people that I'd like to see go up to the main event. I mean, where's Shingo? Where are these people? Shingo is going to Ganrujima Island, if anything, uh, if all things work out on the Golden uh, Fight Series. Shingo is about to be in the, the King of Pro Wrestling division fighting with Tai Chi over that newly won... That woman who got something done that this weekend. Yeah. Well, because like well, be like, no, because I want to, I want to kind of address Morgan's points because there are valid points to the fact that they're running Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito for the third time in about seventy days, but there is also the fact that the past two matches tied their record again, so they do technically need a rubber match. Do they know us? Do they? Yes, yes, they do because because Oka- Naito holds a win over the world champion. If you've pinned the world champion, you get a shot at the world title. Period. God damn it. Ross um, is technically correct. The best kind of correct. I want to throw to Karen now because she's been real patient with her hand up. What's on your mind? Well, the other thing is that Don Taku down in Fukuoka is a show that doesn't happen on the end of Japan very often. And as much as we would love to say that we're tired of seeing Okada versus Naito, I hate to break it to you, we're not the priority. We're not selling out the pay pay dome. It's going, that match is, it may be too soon, but it's not for us. It is for the fans in Fukuoka and Kyushu area in West Japan. 
especially no, I, honest. And I'm, I, I got agree I, that we are not the audience to sell that out to. But I also, on the here. international spectrum of things, that that is what New Japan also reaches for in some capacity. It's, but they don't. I, but here's I, the thing. I, I, here's the thing about the international side of things. New Japan has an international division. It's called New Japan of USA. They've got a show this weekend called Windy City Riot. They got Capital Collision in DC. They have something for us. Let's put it that way. They Whether have or not it's what we want is a different story. Exactly. But... No, that's similar to how all the booking and WWE shows when they do like Saudi or they do Japan, like once in a blue moon, they do Australia. Those matches are always predictable. Things we've already seen before or, or whatever matchups don't make sense because they need to sell out those arenas or they'll never get a chance to go back again. Hey, right? yeah. Dome's a baseball stadium. Yeah. So and, I've been there. And, and that's it's why Naito's massive. doing it because he loves and, baseball. Well, no, and no one's, no one's brought up the elephant in the room. Naito's possibly retiring next year. No, the window no, is closing. Talk about that. The window yeah. is, the window is closing for Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito. No. And so if you want to get me a, cry on, on air, you want to get, <laughs> no. no, I, I need to talk about the cold, hard business reality of this match is if you want to get as, with as you, if you want to get as much money out of Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito, as you can, you tie you, you, you get them back to, I think, uh, uh, a one and a uh, one up record. You tie him again in the G1. You do one more in the fall, maybe in Osaka where Tetsuya or you hold Naito, off the Tokyo dome. Well, no, but here's the thing is you need to do it one more time in Osaka because it's Naito. You yeah. can't, you you still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need that last, in fact, hell, I would have Naito Make it the win. G1, the, one I, of the G1 shows in Osaka then. No, no, I would have, Ni I would have Naito pin Okada in the G1 and then in over the fall, Ooh, spicy, Naito, like Naito wins the title in Osaka, loses it in the Tokyo Dome and says, goodbye, I'm going, I'm done, I'm retiring. Because he said he's going to be done by 40 and 40 is, is here pretty much. Yep. A banger. I, I know Dandino and Tranquilo are tired. I know. I know. I know it's coming. Yep. No, and he that's Tranquilo. He needs to achieve Tranquilo. And, so and that, sorry, and go ahead. Brings up a very interesting question that Ross and I, I will. I will go far back, far back into the podcast history a little bit here, because we've talked about Sonata having needed to step up, but now he's stepping away. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for Lij? Because Shingo has stepped up. Mm -hmm. How does Sonata step up now after if Tetsuya Naito were to retire? Uh, much to oh, if, if if Tetsuya Naito retires, Lij is Hiromu's now. Like, don't let's not pretend that Shingo or Sonata are going to be the guy that's going to carry Lij. Hiromu's already the guy that's carrying New Japan through. Literally, a lot. the most popular dude. Yeah. There. Period. And, and, so, and Sonata didn't step away by choice. He got his orbital bone fractured. So it's right. like, exactly. it's like, oh like, man, just, just the orbital. Bone he was, he deal. was the, yeah. Like he was on his first singles run. So I'm not ready to say he stepped away. Like he'll, um, he'll be he didn't back. Have a choice. Also, yeah. also, uh, right, right. I'm not saying stepped away by choice. I, again, G, G Gall's uh, 15 in the chat says, would Naito stick around in a manager like role for LIJ? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak deep enough into Naito's soul as to whether he can be one of those guys who can be around wrestling without being in also, it. And NJPW doesn't do that a lot with mm. these factions. Liger yeah. would be the only exception because yeah, they. Like, I... No, I mean, but I mean, like, I mean, like, in, more likely... in, in character as a manager, bring no, it's no. He, it's he more would like... probably move to Hiroshima and just call baseball all the time because that's yeah, what he does gonna... in his off time. <laughs> I was gonna say it's either gonna be a commentary role with New Japan or just a commentary role in general, be it with baseball or or whoever. Um, because he's he's 
still got personality, but like, even if he hadn't set that 40 year deadline, his knees are, his knees are getting to that point where like, he's just, I was about to ask how bad are, does anyone actually know how bad his knees are? There was a documentary a few years ago called The Professional. I think it was in 2019-ish. It was NHK, so it was like their version of PBS. And they did like a whole special on him. And they were like, part of his, they did his day-to-day. Part of it was him going to the osteopath and draining fluid out of his knees and him being like, I know I'm on borrowed time, but I'm going to wrestle the style I wrestle until I can't do it anymore. But, and for a lot of the guys, they're like, well, 40 is about it. So... Mm -hmm. Hey, no, it's no, better I, than doing it on your own terms instead of. I, yeah, like I, yeah. I can't, I can't speak to what Naito's knees are actually going through. I just know that they haven't gotten to the point where I can see what they're going. You know what I mean? Like there are some wrestlers you can see what their legs have started to go through over time. I don't uh, even current. wrestle, and I, I can't even walk yeah. up the stairs as good as Naito probably. So. Oh no, same. Like uh, my my body is aging rapidly. Um, but no, like it's, it, it is a cold, hard truth of this upcoming wrestling Dontaku that there are just only so many times that we can get not only Okada versus Naito, but Naito period. I, I'm hoping for one final run to the Tokyo Dome. I think it'd be great for him, but it, you know, it's the 50 year celebration of, uh, NJPW. And so Okada is Okada. Um, like we said earlier, Sonata vacated the IWGP United States Championship. He suffered a broke. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. An orbital bone in his match with Will Osprey in the New Japan Cup. There was many questions as to what that would mean. We got those answers at Hyper Battle 22, and it's now looking like we are going to get Hiroshi Tanahashi, the last IWGP US champion, taking on Will Osprey, the man who knocked Sonata out of the title scene in the first place. And they, the two of them will battle for the IWGP US title now in the uh, in the Pepe Dome. I want to throw to you, Karen, first. Sonata losing the US title, a blow for uh, not just Sonata, but for Sonata fans everywhere who thought this was it. This was supposed to be the summer of George, the summer of Morbius, the summer of Sonata, and none of those things came <laughs> true. What what uh, uh what did you think of of this in uh, this development? Well, I was. Pretty much when they said that he, when he announced on Instagram that he had undergone eye like surgery to have it fixed, I was like, you know what? He's returning the belt. And I, as someone who's, you know, we've talked about it before, a proper champion does the right thing. He puts the belt and the division above his ego. Mm-hmm. So him surrendering, surrendering the belt was the right move. I liked him starting with, I want, uh, he's like, I, do, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if I could, I'd rather give it to the previous champion. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi and you know it's one of those things where he walked in he didn't have to show up he didn't have he could have just you know he could have just went to the office and turned it in or had someone like you know shoot a video but he shaved he dressed up he walked in and he he the championship looks good on him but the moment mm-hmm. I saw President Obari standing in the ring and I'm like that belt is going it's yep. going on the shelf or it's going away but I think if Tanahashi's involved in this match, whenever Tanahashi is around the U.S. belt, it gets placed higher on the card. 
mm-hmm. because we all know Tanahashi's a draw. Oh yeah. Both of his runs with the belt were more like a skip and a jump because he had one defense against Ibushi, lost it to Kenta, got it back from Kenta, then lost it to Sonata. So best case scenario, if you want to put it on a champion that will elevate the title, you put it on Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. That, that would make Bottom sense. Bottom line. I'm, I, I think if you want to put it on someone who will elevate it in Japan, Tanahashi, absolutely. But he also comes to the United States, thankfully. He's one of the does, rare talents that comes over here. He does, but you know who comes to the United States a lot more? Will Ospreay. Doesn't carry point, himself like a champion. I'm not, saying, about this. I'm not saying he does, but I am saying that he... That title's he, cursed as it is. It needs it I, needs a good champion to represent I am, it. I am not disagreeing with the fact that Osprey is Osprey, but what I am saying is that he's the, I mean, he's the warrior wrestling champion. He's won a lot of different independent titles throughout North America. And so if New Japan wants to put it on someone who hopefully will be a fighting champion, because it's entirely possible Osprey wins the belt and is like, this is decoration now. Fuck y'all. I'm not going to defend it anywhere. But uh, it's more than likely that it would get some independent defenses. It would get some, I think it would it would show up a little bit more in America than it would with Tanahashi. Tanahashi comes over here a lot. I'm not disputing that. But Osprey is a is it i mean hell now that kenny omega's off with injury he's the belt collector in north america that is not true you know there's a belt collector and i actually had a dream the other night and it's a weird concept but hear me out let's say for a second we're we're doing all the independent stuff right Mm -hmm. there's an nwa heavyweights championship right now walking around with seven belts good god oh no I can dream. Look, oh my god, you know, really no. interesting way. But no, before I, before I, let, but I was going IWGP United Heavyweight Champion has oh a my good ring to it. Oh my god. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, no. Morgan. You're right. No, you're so, I know. <laughs> you're so right. You're uh, so you're so goddamn right. Oh, <laughs> uh, like if what, what? I know that. If I know that eyes on it. We want we want a guy. We want to talk about someone who who uh, we haven't seen in New Japan ring, and we want to talk about someone who would who would infuriate infinite <laughs> people if they took the belt away from either one, especially if he took it away from Will Ospreay. It would be Matt Cardona, <laughs> and he would be Not fucking happening. hysterical. <laughs> I would be hilarious, but I don't. I don't. See I that. mean, we got Minoru Suzuki right there. So now we you're do. talking. We'll now you're to, talking. We'll get. We'll yeah, get to I, that I'm in a second. Just saying, he loves his already. U.S. tours, and he comes for six weeks at a time. But here's the here's the thing. I know. Here's the thing, Karen. I'm saying I I think I don't think either one of you is wrong. I think there is a a little middle point in the Venn diagram where we get. IWGP US champion Will Osprey, which which no, leads which leads to IWGP US champion Matt Cardona, Matt Cardona which then can which lead leads to, to Matt Cardona versus, versus Minoru Suzuki for the IWGP US. Ooh, or hopefully even better for both the IWGP Heavyweight Championship or the NWA. Heavyweight Championship. NWA Heavyweight World Heavyweight Champion Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki as NWA World Heavyweight Champion. My lord. 
Morgan. But you also have a perfectly good Zack Sabre Jr. sitting right there. We do. We do. He could be the Prime Minister of the United States. No, no. He's the G1 winner. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. is is meant for bigger things than the it's US. It's the Jeff belt. one year. Jeff Cobb needs to win something. Look, Jeff Cobb just will... won a tag title. Yeah, he Jeff... won a tag title. He almost won the G1 last year. Sure. Yeah, you, you know who that you know who that sounds like? Zack Sabre Jr. So let let's let Cobb <laughs> run around in the tag tag division this year and the next year the G1 is his. But I'm saying right now, I think Osprey would be great on the independent scene. I think this Matt Cardona idea is wild, and I, I, I'm not gonna put out that fire because holy hell, that would be that would be insane. Um, I mean, but, I, I, I just someone had to say something at some well, point. Well, because now let's complicate it even further. Because let's say Minoru Suzuki does in fact win the IWGP US title or something along those lines. And Minoru Suzuki is also the Ring of Honor television champion. He is defending that belt on Wednesday against the returning Samoa Joe. We are already at the point where uh, uh, AEW is on New Japan World for Japanese subscribers with Shingo Takagi doing commentary and being like, man, AEW rules. So like the relationship has clearly been uh, John. mended. And so Samoa Joe being in this IWGP US champion mix is not unheard of. It's not like crazy fantasy booking. It's like he's a degree of separation away right now. But is it is it that you think Suzuki or do you think that that's how they get Samoa Joe into that picture? I think that's how you get Samoa Joe into an that arguably because... larger star domestically than Suzuki. Yep. Suzuki's a huge star in his own yep. right. And in fact, in my opinion, better, you know, well, I don't want to compare two dudes that don't, that don't need to be. No, no, it, let's, let's not, but, let's not put it, let's not put it in star but terms. But let's it, talk. But, but, okay. But if the idea is to grab general audience that are yes. not familiar with NJPW mm-hmm. or even maybe even AEW, Samoa Joe's hot off of WWE. So yep. you give him something, people go, oh shit, that's where that guy went. And there they are watching NJPW, watching ROH, watching AEW. And to, to steal a phrase from Frank Herbert, uh, Minoru Suzuki is real. He's legitimate. You know what I mean? Like he, he, yes, Samoa Joe might be the bigger star than Minoru Suzuki, but beating Minoru Suzuki is still going to mean something. If Samoa and, Joe and, and not only that, but it makes people more familiar with, with Minoru Suzuki. Yep. And once people witness that, dude, they're not going to be able to peel their eyes. Correct. Away. And yeah. in, in fact, they're going to go down the I, hole, man. They're going to go down the, the Minoru Suzuki hole. Only when they announced that Suzuki was going to be at the DC show was like, okay, we're, we're what? <laughs> Let's scrambling. go. Scrambling. Everyone go. trying to, trying to either. Yeah, no, it's going to put some butts in the seats. Uh, it's going to, it's going to be, like I said, a loaded dynamite, but yeah, I mean, now that Suzuki's fighting Samoa Joe, that does put Samoa Joe in the, the new Japan hemisphere. New Japan is making some new moves because, like, Chris Dickinson just signed with New Japan, which is a, a big signing because that not only means that he's going to be locked down domestically for New Japan, but it also means that depending how the border situation and the visa situation and the application situations go, Chris Dickinson might be in Japan, which means that New Japan might be at the point where they're getting ready to hire or at least bring over some North American talent. Maybe you're John Moxley's, maybe you're Samoa's Joe, maybe you're, you know, folks like that. So there is a, 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 a kind of big, big summer that could be, could be coming. Karen, you, you look ready to kind of jump on in on this topic. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of 
people are excited about the AEW New Japan partnership and everyone's already fantasy booking XYZ person into the G1. I'm but people. First She's talking first, about me. I'm, I'm also people. First things first, <laughs> the people that have been working New Japan strong should be the ones getting priority in the G1. Yeah, I don't disagree. If they work for a, even if they work for AEW. So Swerve, Brody King, Chris Dickinson. You're forgetting a key name here. And I, I want to say this with Tom all- Tom Lawler. Thank you. Because with yeah. all respect- to, with <laughs> I was all re- getting to it. No, I, no, I know. But I was, that was my I, dramatic pause. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I know. I'm just busting balls. No, but like, I do believe that with all respect to Chris Dickinson, if we're prioritizing anyone for the G1 this year, it should be Tom Lawler. The man has carried the open weight title for, I mean, I think we're at like a year at this point, if not a year, we're damn close. Yeah, I think he he just cleared a year. He's getting getting close to a dozen defenses. I think he's at like 10 or 11 now. Like Tom Tom Lawler has been in a lot of ways the face of New Japan Strong. He has been the franchise star. And while I love Chris Dickinson and I want to see him mix it up in Japan, Lawler is absolutely the guy that should be getting that that first priority, that first class ticket straight to Japan. Bring that belt with him, create some new challengers for the strong open weight championship, and introduce himself to a country that I think is gonna gonna take to him like white on rice. I mean, I don't know what other way to put it. Uh, what what do you think of that? Uh, of that, Karen? I I think what the new the the good thing is that the fans within japan enjoy watching new japan strong so they are familiar with everybody that's on the show and it does help that you know the commentary is run by shibata tanahashi and uh, kyo oh god kiona kiono kiono uh the one he also does a lot of the ringside commentary for samurai tv so i mean it is accessible and they there are familiar faces it's just that there's so many of them fred Mm -hmm. rosser would be another great another great get carl fredericks uh alex coglin clark connor's better be in the best super juniors chris yeah the whole la dojo and rita and you 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 mentioned you mentioned accessible right that's what all these bookers especially in the states need to be focusing on right now accessibility of their product and and, but that's also the problem with trying to fantasy book any aew talent into the g1 it's going to be a six-week commitment so whoever they pick they're not going to send all of the guys and for the sake of at the detriment to dynamite rampage and all whatever pay-per-views they have during the summer I, I don't think we're going to see any or most of them over there unless it's somebody that they feel like they can do you know, for a i don't know because and, and i'll just i'll play devil's advocate here just for the sake of it we can they, they can run dynamites without x amount of people for well, well i mean and, and the truth is they have a lot of big names sitting on dark anyway. exactly so what are they you know, so it's not like they're putting anybody on tv anyway except you know well, and some of those people were promised the ability to work contracts with New Japan. I mean, the whole reason that Brian Danielson, for example, was mm-hmm. one of the main draws was that he was a had given the ability to when the borders work opened up to go work for New Japan if he wanted to. I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Danielson not on TV for X amount of weeks and run the G1. Now and that's fine, but they're not going to put him and Moxley. It's no, they're going to they're going to have to pick and choose which one they gotta, send. It's got to be one guy. Or he, one I'm gonna, you know what? No, it's got to be one, only one guy, because they don't they 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 have a lot of people, but they don't have that many people. And also because I think it needs to feel like a big deal. I'm going to throw a name out there 
that I don't think is because there. Yes, there are a lot of talents that are that have the ability to work Japan. But I think if there's one guy that you can take off TV for six weeks and send to Japan to feel like a big deal, it's Hangman Page. You take the AEW champion, you put him in the G1, so that way there's a reason that the champion isn't on TV. And meanwhile, he's off in Japan looking like a big deal. Because, hey, even if he even if he loses just a couple of matches in the, the G1, that just means that, but, you know, there's like an his, Okada and a Tanahashi that's better than him. He's also, he, guy, he's also a guy that New Japan loved. He's a guy that New Japan wanted so bad. In fact, one of the big fuck yous that... Uh, New Japan took from AEW is the fact that they took Hangman Page from them, and I think that would be the olive branch that could really. But that was my. Heal that's things. my question: is like, are they gonna want that? Yes, absolutely. Is Hangman not, Page, they would over, love that. But, it, but is he not overly tainted from the uh, Elite Exodus? No, because he's but, the one. Sorry, go ahead, Karen. The Japanese fans would welcome him back with open arms. Exactly. The fans. Well, no, you know, no, you know, no, 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 no. Not just the fans. The thing, Hangman didn't wasn't an executive vice president. Right. He went in as a wrestler when his contract expired. He has, he has plausible, that's, that's, he has plausible deniability. He has plausible yes. deniability. And you know who else loves Hangman Page? Tanahashi. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. My, my mind's just going now. He hangs out with main unit and Hauntai hangs out Page. with G.O.D. Hauntai Page, yeah. Hauntai Page. Stop. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not and, ready for that. And, and then <laughs> no. he helps, he helps yeah. Tama run run it on the Bullet Club? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's unfinished business there, too. Yep. And in addition they to They form the posse, the main unit posse. Cole and whoever else is running around, the ability to go for six or seven weeks saying, where's your champion? I'm here competing. He's yep. in Japan. Stop. I can only doing? get so erect. Stop. Yeah, no, I think I think it would do a lot for both companies to send Hangman Page to the G1. All right. You um, convinced me. Before you we fucking forget, convinced there me. is yep. something I wanted to ask. Okay. More so as a something that I, I have constantly toyed with since New Japan Strong had come into inception, which was we never got that Josh Barnett moment in New Japan. And that was someone I really wanted to see in the G1 when the borders opened back up. It's it's really funny you mentioned that because we are in like the 50th anniversary of New Japan. And if there's anyone from the history of the IWGP title and the history of, of New Japan, Josh Barnett would be a great guy to kind of bring in against Okada to as like, not, not as a full nostalgia thing, but I mean, if we're going to honor the history of the last 50 years, Barnett would be a great representative of that era. Especially well, since, especially since Fujita's tied up in Noah. Well, what I was actually thinking was who better to challenge on the New Japan Strong Openweight Title Front? A challenge, a legitimate big match feel than Josh Barnett versus Tom Waller. Ooh, I mean that's that would be an interesting. I think if you're going to do that, you got to do that in North America. You got to do that in. Well, that's uh, what. In, what because I mean, what I think the the not the problem, but I want to see the new. I want to see the the never open weight. Uh, the not never. Wow, the strong open weight title elevated to another level. I want to yeah. see elevated to a level where you know both the Japanese audience and the American audience have the ability to not look at it as just a show title. Right. But, uh, well, and here's the thing: the Japanese audience already sees it that way. I mean, like the 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 
it's been in Tokyo sports pretty much every week. I mean, like Tom Lawler is a star through New Japan Strong in Japan. They need a little bit of work on the North American front, I think. Um, right. I, but I think if you're gonna do Tom Lawler versus Josh Barnett, you do that in North America. But I think I think Josh Barnett, especially since he's a former IWGP Heavyweight Champion, he is a representative of an era that doesn't get talked about a lot in New Japan. Some for good reasons, some for you know kind of petty reasons. But I think if you really want, especially if Tatsumi Fujinami is going to be running around wrestling for New Japan as much as he is, bring in Barnett, give him that last world title match. Let it let it be this moment of Kazuchika Okada's era showing Josh Barnett's era what they can do. And I think it would also really work, especially since Josh Barnett's era is running roughshod over pro wrestling Noah right now. And so if you have someone actually get the vengeance over that Fujita type, over the, the, the kind of shoot style that has been, I don't know, it's like Enochism is coming back in, in pro wrestling Noah. And I think if you want to really, you know, strike a blow for strong style, strike a blow for New Japan, have Okada beat someone from that Enochism generation. Or, you know, he opens the Jay White uh, Open Challenge. Cause, that, you know, you know that's, that match to, you know, still come gonna- to fortune gonna say jay white is also kind of just hanging around in the background could strike at any moment like the switchblade that he is go ahead karen i wouldn't be mad at barnett answering the us of jay challenge because don't get me wrong it's consistently must watch matches Mm -hmm. on strong but i like watching a jay white match thinking that he might actually lose and a lot of the people that they've brought in to to fight him it hasn't you, felt, even Karen, it doesn't matter who they are. They the walk best. in like, but it's Jay White. It, I don't care what John the, says. You're the best, Karen. I love you. You're what? the greatest. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, Karen. no. It's just one of those things where just like I want to like a a Jay White in peril. A despondent, desperate Jay White is dangerous. I miss dangerous Jay White. I mean, yeah, he's all sitting pretty with Bullet Club. You know, pulling the strings like Geppetto, like a little puppeteer over here. But I need I need him to get got, and I, I think mean, Josh Barnett would be a good person to get him. Technically, <laughs> Karen Geppetto didn't have to pull any strings. You see, Pinocchio came to life. So. He's got but no strings. It was strings before he was a real boy. <laughs> okay, Jay White is not a real boy. He's a piece of shit. Before we mix our metaphors <laughs> any any further, let's let's just stamp a period on the fact that yeah, I think I think Josh Barnett answering that USFJ yeah. challenge. Well, Ooh, I, I, a lot of a lot of meat that, there. That's 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 one of those things that could also spider into so many other. Well, matches right like yeah mm-hmm. it also i mean it picks up a storyline from uh, a while ago where uh, Jer- uh um jim ross got knocked over and um yep. uh, uh someone hit the ring to uh try and fight jay white yep we can go that was, deep that, was a, it, that was a storyline no uh, it's not, uh, not on purpose, <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> I, just, I was gonna it say was very much an accidental storyline i'm pretty sure that was i'm pretty sure that was a whoopsie but that's the best kind. If no, we're of course, because really... you cover it. Yeah, you cover yeah. it by and, being like, you know, look, it was a story. Shibata's been sending the, the LA Dojo guys to Bloodsport the past couple of years as like the unofficial proving ground for a lot of the guys on excursion. So yeah. it, would, oh, yeah. it would be a great way to weave that back. There's a name for the G- There's a name for the G1 while we're talking about it. Shibata. What's he been up to? <laughs> no, he hasn't been no. around. I, last I week, if he last was, he's week, the number one G is that. what he is. Uh, Ross, I don't know if Karen's heart can take that. I don't think. I don't know. I, I, sure. I would be watching like this the entire time, covering my eyes, worried He'll that something fine. would go wrong. He'll be I might, fine. 
I mean, I, especially with what just happened with the injury um, uh, to. Um, uh, the, the uh, Shinjiro, uh, yeah. Well, for, Shinjiro well, Otani. Shin, I was I was gonna save it for the end, but yeah. Uh, shout out to Shinjiro Otani and his friends and family as he deals with uh, a what appears to be a cervical spine injury. Uh, it, he's get he's he's supposed to be doing surgery like any hour as we're recording this. So we'll have we'll have more about his condition next week. But Shabbat is in a different place. Like yeah, he had the head injury, but he came back at Wrestle Kingdom got on the mic and said, screw all of these rules that are supposed to keep me safe. I'm ready to just wrestle a real match. And he had, he just kind of disappeared. And I, I think the G1 would be a fun place for him to reappear. I know it would it would be hard to watch for some folks, but if Shabbat is actually at the point where he can wrestle I mean, the way he did. He knows his did, body more than anybody else, but I just, I just feel like I would be, un, like, I would want to, I want to see it, but I feel like I would be uncomfortable the entire time. <laughs> Yes. No. And I'm, I am not, I, that's why I will put the asterisk on it. I do understand people's trepidation. I do understand the pearl clutching, but if Shibata is as healthy as he said he was in the Tokyo dome, let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's see. Let's see how far I'm not I'm not pushing for him to win it, but I'm, I'm just saying that like, I, I feel like, I feel like he's as safe in it as Honma right now. Like Honma's pretty beat up, you know, like there are some guys who like, are, are just are are in that state where like they're they're a little bit older they're a little bit more beat up and if they can go i think shibata in his state probably could i'm completely prepared for some doctor to come to correct me and be like i worked on kazuchiko or on uh katsuyori shibata and quite frankly i don't think he could do that if, if a doctor knows they know but i mean shibata knows his body and shibata said he can go so i'd be remiss if i didn't bring him up to to go over the schedule that is coming up for new japan they have windy city riot this saturday the april 16th it's going to be on fight tv with a vod later on new japan world i believe karen will be will be there in attendance i unfortunately will be up in my ivory tower in chicago watching it on fight tv Look, gas prices are insane right now. Yeah, and, they are. Gas prices are insane, and it's not technically in Chicago; it's in Villa Park, and also, and also, the wastewater showed a two hundred percent rise in the past fifteen days. So I'm, I'm just, I'm keeping my immune compromised ass safe. Um, let's see what else. Not only is there going to be Windy City Riot on the sixteenth; it's going to feature for the first time ever Will Osprey versus John Moxley. But on the 18th at 5 a.m., Golden Fight Series kicks off on New Japan World. They will do two VOD shows on the 19th and the 20th. And then on April 25th, Golden Fight Series will come to a thrilling conclusion in Hiroshima. That will be the one, I believe, headlined by Tai Chi versus Shingo Takagi versus for the King of, King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, Tai Chi won the uh, Sumo Rules match against Yano. He is the KOPW champion right now. Him and Takagi teasing that maybe they will be going to Genrujima Island to pay homage to the classic match between Inoki and Saito and the much more exciting classic match between Hiroshi Hase and Tiger Jeet Singh. Uh, if you haven't seen the Genrujima Island death matches, they are slow but great like if you can sit there for two hours and watch grappling it's great but i do understand that it, it might not be the most accessible match that's on new japan world at the moment and then of course wrestling don taku in the in the pepe dome in fukuoka will be on may 1st a bevy 
of uh, title matches. We will be talking more about that as the month of April goes on. But before we call it a night here on Thomas Island, uh, Morgan, where can people find you online if you want them to find you? Yes. So you can still find me at kicking underscore myself on the Twitters and you can find us uh, still on kicking myself uh, our podcast um, and just uh, yeah it's always good to be back here and throw stuff at John and make him look confused man uh, dude you I'm, I'm, I gotta say you blew my mind you blew my mind with the uh, Matt Cardona US champion stuff so uh, just take t- pat yourself hey. on the back for that one Karen before we head out where can people find you if you want them to find you well for the people that i want to find me uh <laughs> twitter you twitch youtube and instagram at hey karen sensei i also do coverage for post wrestling on stardom and my next uh episode or episode my next article will be april 29th for the finals of the oh, cinderella tournament hell yeah shout happy out to birthday. john thank you happy early birthday morgan yeah and shout out to john and why good folks good folks over there at, at post wrestling uh john where can people find you if you want them to find you all right you guys can go to linktree.com slash john sebastian j-o-h-n-s-e-b-a-s-t-i-n or you can find me on twitter on one of my twitters uh one of my many uh anti-aw bot twitters ww do 2021 Heyman stand 24 vince was right 99 skater bro <laughs> for 2069 roman purple reigns or john sebastian <laughs> perfect <laughs> and oh, then man, i <laughs> Of course, if you want to find me, I'm at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter. That's where you can find my uh, account that's run by the good folks over at the Washington Think Tank run by Raytheon. Buy Raytheon for all of your needs. Uh, not only that, but you can find me at Ross Berman IV on Instagram. That one's not run by the Think Tank, which is why it hasn't been posting on as much as the other one. You can find me at Ross W. Berman IV on Letterboxd for all my film opinions. And if you want to find Thomas Island, you can find us at Thomas Island on Instagram. You can find us at Thomas Island on Twitter. And of course, you can head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Become a subscriber, you get access to the podcast early. If you become an Islander tier subscriber, you can hang out with us and Tama every weekend at the Thomas Island Happy Hours. We cut it up every weekend. We talk about the stuff in wrestling that we either didn't get to on the podcast or can't talk about on the podcast. I'm not going to lie. We get real, Ooh. real deep on there. So yeah, patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Of course, you can find us on twitch.tv slash Thomas Island every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time where we record the episodes live. And then we are also always on your favorite podcasting platform. We thank you so much for joining us on this fine Tuesday. We hope to see you next week. Until then, though, please enjoy yourselves. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And have a good one, folks. There's a lot of wrestling. We're on the road to Golden Fight Series. We're on the road to Wrestling Dontaku. There's a Windy City Riot. There's so much going on. Please enjoy it. Just really enjoy it. I love each and every one of you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.